0: Hello everyone, Uh, welcome to our podcast, Everything Product. So in this podcast, we talk about the latest technology trends with the product mindset. I am Sid Saladi. I'm a product manager working for Best Buy.
1: Hi everyone. This is Fani Wuyuru. I'm a product manager at a startup.
0: So uh, for anybody who is listening to this podcast for the first time. So we talk about the latest tech trends and also product management concepts. So please like share and subscribe to the channel. And today we have a very exciting topic. So I'd say, as a product manager, you know you always have to, uh, uh, you know, stay ahead with what's happening in the technology side and also uh, what's happening in the technology industry and all of that stuff. So uh, we are going to discuss a couple of different topics today, and um, uh, one of that topic would be uh, Facebook announcing uh, the blue tick for its Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts, and they'll be charging a subscription fee. And we have seen also Twitter doing the. uh, previously so a lot of companies are actually moving towards more sustainable recurring revenue and we want to uh, maybe dig deep into this thing and see why companies are doing this and you know what are the upsides and downs downsides of this so let's maybe qu- quickly get started let's maybe um, uh, try to break this down into different layers right so first we'll discuss what are these features right like what what value is it adding to the uh, users who are using it second maybe we'll talk about why why are why are companies doing this after which we'll say you know how is this actually affecting the overall ad revenue or you know overall revenue of the company and then at last maybe we can talk about what all uh what other products could basically adapt this and kind of things like that okay let's maybe start with the what like what are the different features which uh, 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 twitter offers and also facebook offers so i i kind of made a list because uh, i'm i've i've i'm a subscriber for twitter but i'd say to start with right twitter uh, basically lets you edit the tweets for 30 minutes i think it you can upload long form uh, videos and you have a different uh, uh, format of reading the tweets and all of that stuff and uh, maybe uh, it it also has different colors which you can use while reading the app so it's very basic features which twitter offers for 12 dollars a month and the same thing when you look at um, uh, instagram right looks like they are offering authenticity which they will verify if it's authentically you are not and you have access to customer service and also uh in future they are saying you know they'll uh give you more reach and all of that stuff so these are the basic watts of why these features exist you know what's your take on you know the subscription thing here right
1: yeah definitely so So when I think about this topic, right, the first thing that comes to me is uh, the scrutiny that Elon Musk had when he was trying to like buy Twitter, right? So I I think of this as an idea that would have struck him when he was going through that hassle. When he said, I want to buy Twitter, Twitter came back and said, hey, I have a certain number of users. But then when he tried to dig how many uh, real users are there, he couldn't get the number and Twitter never gave it. So he was frustrated. And he was like, as soon as he bought, it, bought Twitter, the first thing he did is, Hey, if you want that blue tick on the, on your Twitter account, which basically tells that it's a verified account, you'll have to pay for that subscription on a monthly basis. And, uh, it had a lot of backlash. So many people were like, what the hell is going on? Why do I have to pay like 10 bucks a month in order to, uh, get my account verified? Now, fast forward into what's happening right now in the tech world. Meta comes and says, hey, um, I'm also introducing the same feature and I'm going to charge $15 a month to the customers to get their um, blue ticks on Instagram and Facebook. I think they're in the phase of piloting it right now, but that's what they launched it. Funny part is whoever thought this was a bad idea, now they are saying hey this could be starting a new trend and it is also helping all the tech companies identify real customers versus fake accounts because there's a very good chance if it's a fake account not many people would be interested to pay for it but rather if it's a uh, real person then they would be interested to pay so that they can prove their account i think it's a very interesting idea it will help more than the actual company i think it will help the outsiders." think uh, differentiate the right customers that they need to follow or the right content that they need to follow
0: everybody who is watching this podcast i know if you watch till this point you have i, I think you have uh, kind of liked this so please like share and subscribe yeah so i i kind of had like two takeaways from this uh funny the first one was okay i think people are so used to creating new products all the time and generating revenue but only in tough times they basically go back and think saying okay this is all what we have can we monetize the existing products which are already or bundle it in a separate way or you know price it in a separate way right so th- all these platforms could could have done it before right like twitter could have done this um facebook could have done this instagram could have done this youtube could have done this any social media which people need authenticity could have done this right like but no only when uh, uh, twitter came in and they were in a crisis situation and they had to generate revenue they came up with something like this and now the industry is kind of following that so i'd say that's one observation which i'd say maybe it's always not the next flashy feature or next flashy product that could generate revenue but it could be something which we already have packaged in a different way could generate revenue right so that's one takeaway for me and the second one is right uh yeah uh twitter right uh it had a lot of backlash when they had the blue check marks right like people creating fake accounts and all of that stuff and all but i'd say i'm a bit big uh, <laughs> uh supporter of the Uh, you know rapid experimentation right where you actually launch it to a certain small segment of people to see how people are reacting to it maybe they'll fail one second twice but they'll correct the problems and you know then launch a better one i think that that's what twitter um, uh, you know took that approach and that that was successful right so i think that's also a very interesting observation where you experiment rapidly because i feel that irrespective of how much ever uh, uh, research you do, the customers are very difficult to understand, right? Like whatever you do, it's very difficult to understand. You'll only know when people start using the actual product on how they'll react and what what are the different ways they'll use it for and all of that stuff. So I think this is a very clever way of uh, iterating. And also I think Elon talks about the velocity of innovation where he says, okay, the pace at which you are innovating also... Uh, sets the stage on how the company would accelerate in the next coming years and you know how that it would grow exponentially i'd say so these these two are the big takeaways okay. for me now maybe let's get into the why funny what do you think is the why
1: let's let's think of meta right now in the last year or two i i was i was very intrigued by uh when they announced this because i i feel like many of their doors are closed right now they're trying to find um the existing door that could give them more revenue. So when I was trying to like think about this, right? Can they get new customers? They have like huge market shares. They can't get new people.
0: 2 billion Second, already.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, there is no, ways, no way to increase prices. When I say prices, right? They get ads. They can't increase their uh, uh, the prices for their ads and get more revenue. Next one is developing new products. If I think of Meta, they are spending billions and billions of dollars on Metaverse. And that's going to take a few years for them to like build the actual product that can generate revenues. Next one, new markets. They're already in like several markets right now and they can't really expand so fast. And finally, um, they have to tap into the current existing customers to generate the revenue. And that's where I feel like, uh, okay, now I have customers. I don't have to just stick to the ad revenue. But rather, I'll try to get some more money from the existing customers and then this, put this uh, blue tick kind of way to get revenue. Hope you're liking this video. If you like it, please um, share it with your friends and don't forget to h- hit that like button. And the second thing, basically, it might also help them understand who are the right customers and they can also make sure there are like right ads for them rather than giving generalized ad to all the accounts what do you say
0: oh yeah i I haven't actually talked thought about those things right so i think that's a very valid point funny so imagine that i am um yeah i'm a fake account who is advertising right uh and a brand which is well known right so how do you know if it's it's an authentic ad or not we have always we have seen these crypto ads pop up everywhere right instagram youtube where they say okay uh, you basically maybe link your wallet you'll be getting a bitcoin or something like that so there are a lot of scams going on so this will actually help uh, with authenticity i'd say for sure and that's a very you know uh, unique perspective to look, to look at that and other other one is right uh, as we talked before right i think it's it's this company feeling that pressure to generate more revenue in tough times i think that's when they basically explore these ideas where they can actually release features which are already part of the existing products and they can actually start monetizing and have a recurring revenue for them right so ad revenue is you you it's not recurring revenue right so it it can fluctuate there could be a lot of different fluctuations it depends on the market and all lot of different uh, conditions, but when a person subscribes, right, that's a monthly recurring revenue and you have a very, very less churn if you are able to provide that. uh, That
1: is true. And even the market factors, right? Um, For example, Apple released that uh, feature saying uh, you will have to, I mean, if you need to share um, your data with the other apps and stuff, you can choose it. That was a big blow for uh, Meta. And I'm sure like several other companies got impacted by that feature. So having that monthly recurring revenue from the customers, from their own customers is more beneficial than like relying on these ads.
0: Yeah, that's right. So I, I think uh, one other example, right? I think uh, in a previous discussion, we were talking about Amazon Prime, right? <laughs> so initially people were finding ways to uh, get a password from somebody where they can order. Now it's like... Uh, table stakes for everybody every household to have a subscription right amazon prime subscription because uh, it it adds enough value uh for you to you know pay that much per month and i think
1: uh, yeah so basically you're telling um the verification is the subscription model for the um instagram and facebook
0: yeah that's right so maybe people start with authenticity right but then they'll they're like more and more features that you know, keep being built over the top of authenticity where, you know, people are like, okay, I'm like set for life. Now I have to have Instagram verified account or a Twitter verified account. Right. So that's, that's a good way of generating revenue.
1: No, I love that thought process though, because even like the Amazon example that you're taking, Amazon started as a prime for just their shopping where you can just get uh, two days uh, free shipping. But now that Amazon Prime has been bundled into like so many other features um, that you can't get out of it. You don't even think about getting, getting out of that. So this verification feature could be something like a subscription where you just start with verification, but you could be bundling several other things like you want to get different kinds of ads or you want to show ads. Um, Facebook could be giving some kind of um, discounts for you if you want to show ads and stuff, etc. So it could be like humongous.
0: Yeah so maybe building on top of what you're saying uh, uh, funny so I, I think to start with they are giving some exclusive stickers for verified accounts right when maybe i am using a sticker which other people don't have <laughs> they would also want to get that or maybe instagram and facebook would add more better better editing edit, editing features into the subscription service and all of that stuff so it makes they make it so enticing that you cannot get out of it
1: Yep. Actually, I I also feel like they might be learning from the gaming industry. So, the games and stuff that are there in Instagram, Facebook and stuff, right? How do they make money? They make money by giving all these additional avatars, giving all these additional things that a customer can use which makes them feel different from the other people that are playing. So, even social media could be trying to do the same thing where uh, they're giving all these additional things where People might be enticed to buy and show as if uh, their profile is different, um, they are unique compared to the other, other people.
0: Yeah, that's right. So maybe we can actually do a post- podcast just on subscription, right? All, all the different subscriptions and all. But uh, I remember reading something long back ago where um, initially Apple was just selling products, right? But it was moving more into subscription business where it released Apple One, right? Where it offers... Um, uh, the Drive, Apple Music, Apple News, and also Apple Fitness, all subscriptions together. And they have been increasing the subscription revenue over time. So initially it was very small chunk, and now, it, now, now I think it's a bigger chunk. And going forward, it'll be an even bigger chunk, right? Where you are basically tied with all of these subscriptions, and you even uh, wouldn't move out of the ecosystem. And people, and I think uh, all of these companies figured out that People are not upgrading their phones as often and the tech isn't changing much often. So even though the uh, there's not much of a diff between different iPhones, right, you are basically sticking with the device, but you are uh, giving Apple more money through the subscriptions which they're adding. So I think this is a really good model to look at, right, where you are not dependent on a revenue model which is fluctuating but you are on, on dip, now changing to a revenue model which is more consistent on a, on a monthly basis that's true 100% Siddha.
1: yeah let's totally do a, a video on subscriptions uh, it's very interesting to see all companies like microsoft google amazon apple everyone going to a subscription model and getting this revenue yep.
0: yeah yeah yeah, maybe let's let's move on to the next topic. No, I recently saw uh, news around uh, Tesla buying uh, headquarters in California. Right? What is what what what's happening there? Right? initially, it was in California. Then he exited back to uh, Texas, and now in California. What's what's happening there?
1: Yeah, definitely, siddhu So I've seen that video as well, where uh, the governor Newsom and uh, Elon Musk together did a video. And then he also had some session with all the employees where uh, he bought a building from which was owned by HP and then now he declared that Palo Alto building as the engineering headquarters of Tesla. Um, my thoughts about that, I think it's a good move. The reason is, I think Elon Musk and Tesla as a company might have learned something from the pandemic. So during pandemic, what they would have realized is um people might be okay to work from anywhere and then austin being a place which has like huge amount of area that tesla could utilize elon musk was like dude let's go there let's build a gigafactory and then uh, i'll have a lot of people who will move there i was seeing some statistics that he shared in that uh, uh, in that launch uh, event right he told that california itself has roughly like 50, employees and what i'm guessing is his initial thought process of a lot of people moving from bay area to austin did not happen or the proportion that he expected did not happen so what has proven to him is bay area still has to be one of the areas where he has to focus on i mean obviously he has seen a lot of success from bay area right he started here he's grown multiple companies here etc so he doesn't want to lose that talent because if he telling that, hey, my headquarters is in Austin, people might be thinking, okay, should I go to Tesla right now? Or should I just uh, stick to other big companies? So this could be a strategic move where he wants to get more talent from Bay Area and then keep them here. And at the same time, again, this is my hunch. I'm guessing California would have provided something to him. California might have promised that, okay, if you do this, i'm going to give you something in the future um the reason i'm telling that is if if in case like a lot of people move from here to uh, austin i'm sure some uh, some happened during pandemic california as a state would lose crazy amount of money the reason is like 10% taxes which the people would pay here all of that is lost that's the reason i'm guessing newsom has come to his launch and he spoke about that etc so I'm I'm my hunch again, like California mm-hmm. might have given some kind of incentives, yes, okay. to Tesla. My guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just the engineering uh, headquarters, I guess, right? Like the manufacturing and all it it's still major of it is done in the Giga Factory, I guess. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. I, I know, right? Like maybe this Austin was like a bus, right? Like a lot of people are moving in, but you never know, right? Like looking at the engineering talent that is needed in amongst all the different companies, maybe there's not enough. And that's why people, you know, companies are coming back to Bay area to get more or, you know, have a place
1: where people can work from the Bay area itself. One more thing to keep in mind for Tesla, right? When I think about Tesla, people first think about cars. So when you think about engineering, it's more about uh, the mechanical engineering. But when we think about Tesla, it's two things. One is the mechanical engineering, and the other one is AI. Um, the software itself is like extremely, fa- uh, extremely like fast forward because they were thinking about what is it, Optimus? Um, might be same yeah, type. yeah, Optimus. Yeah, yeah. their robots, right? Bought, right? Yep. So, Bay Area and California being a hub of like uh, tech. So he might want to get a lot more engineering involved to build all of this. So having a hub here, especially for engineering, could help the company a lot.
0: Yeah, that's right. And also, I I feel that, right, like, you know, having that culture of innovation and, uh, uh, you know, uh, finding that talent, right? It's not like people, you go to a place uh, and, you know, uh, get people there. So that happens over years, right, where they're, like, Uh, you know all of these companies rallied towards creating that culture where a lot of people have that mindset and all of that stuff and it might not be available in all the different places as I said yeah
1: i think pandemic changed that a lot but uh, now that all the companies are going back to like uh, going back to normal of going to office so all of these hubs would become important again like San Francisco New York or Los, Los Angeles Etc all of these hubs will become very important again
0: so you're, you're actually going to work right like three or four days
1: yeah yeah I not just me like several companies I think Tesla started the trend of like five days a week but um I've seen news about Amazon asking people to come back Google asking people to come back Etc I'm sure um people might be doing like two to three days now but down the line it it will go to like five days a week yeah, I've, I've also
0: started going back and, uh, you know, I definitely miss those conversations, watercolor conversations and all of that, uh, you know, you have while there you are amongst a bunch of people, especially, right? I think uh, uh, when you're in a role which is so collaborative and you have to talk to people, I think that FaceTime with people will, <laughs> uh, you know, make you more effective rather than you shifting from one window to another window.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially for product managers, it's, it's highly, highly needed.
0: And a great conversation. Funny. So I think that's it for this week. Let's uh, see you, uh, see everybody uh, next week. So everybody hope you like like this video, please like share and subscribe.
1: Thanks everyone.